Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak with my good friend, Luke Baker. Luke is a former GB athlete and a dietitian who spent the last six years performing as a dream boy. Luke tells us about his athletic career, his time in uni and about his horrific car accident. And Luke also tells us about his lifestyle and how he eats and how he would eat if he was a teenage girl in full-time dance training and why. That's right. If you listen to the end of this podcast, you'll also hear one of Luke's hidden talents. Should he be on The Voice, X Factor or BGT? If you or your family are looking to book your dream holiday, whether it's to go to LA and take some classes, go to New York on a shopping trip, go on a safari in Africa and see some lions and tigers and bears, oh my, or you can go skiing in the Alps, or you could be booking your dream honeymoon, then go check out Not Just Travel Tracy. That's where I book all my holidays and I go to the best places and get the best deals. Make sure you tell Tracy that you found her from the Ins and Outs podcast because I've hooked you all up. That's right. I've hooked you up with VIP treatment. That means very important person treatment. That's right. She'll give you all the best deals on the best holidays. And you can find Tracy on Facebook as Not Just Travel Tracy or visit www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver. One more time, because that's a lot. www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver. Or to make it easier, if you couldn't get that twice, you can click the link in the bio. Here is Luke Baker, aka Papa Luca. And we in, motherfucker. What's up? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> Here I've got with me my very good friend, Poopa Luca. Poopy, that's me. That, well, I, I call him Poopa Luca. We won't go there why he calls me that. But, no, uh, we'll get there later. Um, Luke Baker. Hello. Hello. Um, so Luke is part of the Dream Boys. He's been here for... This is my sixth year. A sixth year. I won't say how much longer I'm going to be doing it, but uh, well, I'm still enjoying it. Still enjoying it. I'm enjoying the group, so it's yeah. all good. So Luke is part of the Dream Boys, and uh, he's got a really interesting story that I wanted kind of people to hear his background and where he's come from and how he's got to where he is now. And then we're also going to discuss, um, we're going to talk about nutrition and how we think uh, athletes and dancers and performers should eat. Because uh, I believe that that's a big issue in our world and you're very educated in that area. Definitely, especially on tour as well. Yeah. You know, living on the road is takes its toll on the body, right? It does, yeah. 100%. So let's start at the beginning. Tell us about your background. How did you become you? Oh, how did you become your, me? Besides your parents making. Okay. <laughs> okay, so prior to all of this, I was track and field athlete. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was GB, mm-hmm. so 100 metres, 200 metres. And that was kind of my introduction to health wellness and leading that lifestyle mm-hmm. kind of inherited it if you like from my family yeah they've all had the background in professional sport track and field mainly and it kind of flown through there so um, you, you say they had a background in sport what yeah did your so parents my, do? my dad was a hammer hammer thrower sick and a hammer coach for uk athletics sick mum was a rubber and a high jumper oh right and then my sister was a top marathon runner she competed like 
Paul Radcliffe, people like that. Yeah. And then my brother was rugby. Oh, wow. So, and, yeah. And you did track and field. So, track and field, always the sprints for me. Um, just powerhouse, just speed, mate. That's just, yeah. that's me. Explosive. <laughs> Not in the bedroom. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a bit of speed. We just want it to last. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, so that was kind of like my background. I also used to ballroom dance. So uh, that's where Ooh. kind of like the ballroom came into it. I love sequins. I love lycra. But I just love the Latin music. I love that just freedom yeah. to move. I love that. And kind of that's how I dance when I'm on stage. It, it is. Yeah. So. Luca, the Latin lover. <laughs> so that's kind of how I came into more the Dream Boys thing. But after that, I was studying. Um, I did an undergraduate sports science i was on a scholarship um through the council in warwickshire uh, they funded me to do it and then they funded me to do a master's degree it was actually meant to be a phd but i didn't do the last year because it was killing my life hard so i yeah it was really it was research based it was more about obesity and children uh-huh. and movement proficiency and how that has a relationship with how active they are and their habitual activity you know daily life mm-hmm. And basically going into the homes and doing nutrition interv- uh, protocols and interventions in schools. It's really interesting, but yeah. it was it was just a little bit too much for me, like too soon. Yeah. It was kind of like seven years back to back was just a lot for me. And after that, I kind of like um, wanted to get away from that and I wanted to travel a bit. So mm-hmm. I did fitness farms in the Peak District in Dorset and the Cotswolds. So I used to run... Exercise to music, Zumba, Bokwa, which is like an African dance type thing, uh-huh. combined with like boxing movements and things like that. Um, and then I was also the head nutrition chef on there as well. Uh, my dad was a chef background and I studied raw food and things like that. So uh-huh. I've always been involved with food, health, and I just love being playful. Same yeah. with my training. I like it playful. Yeah, I, I don't like being stuck in that routine i like i get bored very quickly so uh i like to you know change it up a little bit you know yeah so i want to go back to the beginning so with team gb when you were running with team how long were you doing that so um i was doing that i so i started off in cross cross country i was english level um but i just got so big very quickly gym (laughs) you see the gym strength conditioning came into play and i just blew up like a fish i had that growth spurt and so i stayed in the Sprint. I used to run for Birchfield Harriers, uh, Birmingham-based, hence yeah. my awful accent. <laughs> uh, so I continued that till about, I I qualified for World Juniors, but I tore my hamstring. I've always had hamstring issues, so uh-huh. I had a grade three rupture, which was horrendous. Oh, Jesus. Um, but like, How long were you out? Oh, God. What, okay, so I was out for a good seven, eight months, mm-hmm. but it was the the poor rehabilitation, which... I went straight into the gym, everything shortened. Yeah. And I just couldn't really, so, I kind of plateaued if so you what, like. what was the rehabilitation like? What what kind of procedures did you do? Um, so it was all about, I had a lot of dominance in the quads. Hamstrings mm-hmm. are quite weak. Uh, so it was all about uh, correcting those imbalances. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I always used to do a lot of plyometrics and explosive stuff as well. Yeah. That didn't help. Um, and also I didn't really, I don't think I warmed up correctly back in the day when I was, well, you're young younger. and you feel like you yeah, don't need to. Yeah, of course. Whereas now I probably want for a good hour before I even do the show. Yeah. Um, 30 years age. Then. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then food as well. That's all to do with the rehabilitation. So obviously getting good protein sources in there obviously aids muscle repair, damage, mm-hmm. 
um, things like collagen as well, elasticity yeah. in the muscles, repair uh, the tissues as well, um, hydration. Um, I was pretty, I'm not going to lie. I didn't start off very well in terms of health. I've always had a good physique. Yeah. Because of the I was always active, but yeah. like my diet was horrendous when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, mate. Oh, I was gassed. Because you're a bit of a fat kid at heart, aren't you? you, um, you I think, think I think so. I you, can eat. You're like me. You like <laughs> food controls you. That is true. But um, when but I'm so active and I love cooking. I I always you know I know and obviously I've learnt the body and I've learnt ingredients and how to use them and things now. So yeah. I have a lot better understanding, but I'm not going to lie. When I let go, I let go. Yeah. You're but, like me, um, all or nothing. Yes, exactly. Like that's, that's how I treat life, mate. Super eat clean, eat good, exactly. loving life. And we were saying earlier, then Christmas Day comes and it's like, oh, pigs and blankets. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, also I try to aim my diet majority um, plant-based. So mm. I tend to aim for around 75 to 80%. And then I try and eat more, think more organic grass-fed meats and things like that because obviously yeah. things nowadays you know the meats and how they're you know the sustainability of it and fish yeah. and how it's farm it's not good you know so it's uh, not the best yeah so i always do my research i always try and go to local farmers mm -hmm. vegetables and things like that and also you're supporting them as well right yeah, yeah so, of course but obviously expensive at times so how old were you when you stopped running for team gb so i was about that hamstring injury happened when I was about 19. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of knocked my confidence left, right, and center. Um, I still went back into athletics. It was more of like, I enjoyed the training. Mm -hmm. And I love that team morale and the, the socialization skills I developed and yeah. the friends I made. It was that what kept me going. Mm -hmm. um, but just plateaued and I just couldn't get there. I just couldn't get past what I was at. You know, I, yeah. I hit that level. I think I peaked quite early as well. Yeah. Um, well so my time. Uh, yeah. What, what was the what was your training regime like when Ooh. you were when you were running and stuff? Twice a day, six times a week. So um, it like was morning, afternoon, yeah, morning, yes, evening. Yeah. So it was always morning and like prior to lunch. So it was like we'd have a few hours, then come back. Uh -huh. uh, loads of sand drip. Like we spent hours. So think um, we did our track work for a good hour and a half. Then we'd do like sand drills. Yeah. So ankle mobility, things like that. And then we'd finish off in the gym. So imagine you've done all that speed work, speed endurance work. Uh -huh. Probably the worst was probably the the, the winter training because yeah. like it was cool. horrendous. Man. And you're outside. Yeah, mate. Yeah. And it, it was doing things like back to back. So just think like back to backs over a 120 meter track, like 50 of those, mate. Like, yeah. like just horrendous. Yeah. But like you had to get that speed endurance, get muscle endurance and lactate threshold training type thing uh -huh. but the team around you kept you going you know and yeah that's what you know that that's what i like about the dream boys as well obviously so yeah that team team around. environment yeah definitely so i stopped that i actually went into rugby believe it or not oh wow so i've always I, position yeah, yeah i was winger and fullback same winger um winger I, outside I also got offered a england contract yeah because they they i was pretty i'm very agile as well so yeah. And I can take a hit. So um, I used to, I got offered the contract when I was at Henley and Arden College when I was studying there. Um, but I didn't take it. I, I wanted to still be in the athletics thing. Yeah. So I, I tried it again, the athletics, but it just wasn't happening. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. Um, after that, I kind of focused more on the fitness side of it. And I did things like the Miami Pros and the you know, mm -hmm. your fitness competitions. Yeah. Very political. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I enjoy that. You know, I've always 
I'm a bit of a peacock. I'm not going to lie. I like to show off a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I work bloody hard for it. So damn right. I kind of went into more of that type of thing. You know. Yeah. So when you went to uni, yeah, you went to uni at the age of. So I went to university. I was about. I was a young one. So my birthday's August. So yeah. I'm guessing just before seventeen. Sick. And yeah. what was the exact thing that you were studying? So it was sport and exercise science. Yeah. Child obesity, right? So sport and exercise science is my undergraduates. That's three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also did a placement year, which was just working in like gyms and things like that. Yeah. And I also worked with a company called Coeva Coaching, which is sport and exercise science testing. That was grand. That's a good experience. And what I, would you do there? What kind of things? So um, it was things like uh, acceleration testing and um, yeah agility speed quickness flexibility loads of different things with football teams so yeah coventry city uh wolverhampton like decent teams in the midland area mm-hmm. um after that i also did sports massage so i actually used to massage with the uk athletics as well so. yeah i've had a massage off you so you're, you're, you're pre- I'm, pr- I'm pretty got them strong yeah hands. <laughs> that's it so i've done i've done quite a few things in terms of um yeah, back in the day, what I've done. So, yeah. but um, leading from that, when I did my masters, I just thought I needed a break, and uh, I actually fell into the dream boys through my parents. Well, I don't yes. think many people can say that. No. So, um, <laughs> how did that happen? So, what happened is I had a serious car accident. I lost my job. Um, wait, wait, I was wait, a pe- wait, wait. So I was wait, a personal trainer. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Tell me, what do you mean you had a car accident? So I. Collided with a lorry at 90 miles an hour. Were you driving? I was driving. Oh, and shit. How yeah. did, how, what do you mean by collided? So it was very windy um, and back of the lorry hit me um, and I just kind of lost control. I'm not going to lie. I was probably a little bit tired coming yeah. back from work um, and it just happened so quickly. Woke up in a ditch. So oh, um, fuck. I had... Neck, I didn't know this. Yeah, I had a neck... That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I keep it quiet. <laughs> I had a neck fracture... Um, I was, I was very lucky because of like my, how I train and how I look after my body that kind of protected me. Yeah. And that happened when I was about 22. Wow. And, um, after that, when I come out of it, you know, I lost a lot of weight, but I was still in good shape. And my parents thought, you know what? We need to throw in some fun, just a bit of a challenge. And I went to the Dream Boys auditions at Pineapple Dance Studios. So wait, before that, this car accident has blown my mind a little bit. How you said you fractured your neck? So in I was in neck brace. Um, yeah. So I was just doing a lot of strength and um, rehabilitation work. Um, it was my C seven from memory. What was your movement like? like- um, pretty naff for a good few months. It was horrendous. Uh-huh. Um, probably the worst experience was when I got assessed by the doctor because they have to assess your rectum. Oh. I'll never forget that. Oh, um, but, um, fisting. but yes, I've always had a lot of back issues since because of um, once you've gone through that kind of trauma. Yeah. And also, I haven't driven really since then, to be honest. Um, you, it kind of shook me up a little bit. You, know? you don't fancy. I, I'm going to go back into it, but when you lived in London and you know, it's and you live on a tour bus now, it's, it's kind yeah. of pointless. But and I imagine it, it, of, it does bring a bit of a thing in yeah, your head. Like I, hundred percent. I've had a neck problem when I was on holiday when I was like, I think I was 18. I dived off a pier. Yeah. And the tide had gone out, and I hit my head on a rock. Oh no! And I fused uh, my vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, two and three. Yeah. In my neck. And ever since I'm afraid to dive. Yeah. 
And even though I know I can dive yeah. and I'd be fine. Well, you're the ginger ninja, aren't you? Yeah, of course. It's put that <laughs> mental thing in my head. And it even is. when it comes to like gymnastics and stuff, yeah. I stopped going to gymnastics because I was so afraid of it going wrong and being like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to move again. Yeah. I mean, I was my neck, I couldn't turn my head yeah. for like a month. Yeah. I mean, so I can't imagine what yours was like. Horrendous for about six months, uh, neck brace and things. So, yeah. Um, I just wanted to kind of work back into it slowly instead of rushing because mm -hmm. I rushed the hamstring problem and that's why I've probably still got the issues now. Um, mm -hmm. I can't do half the stuff I used to be able to do. Yeah. Believe it or not, I could do the splits. I could do everything like that. Yeah. And uh, now I probably can't even touch my toes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so from there... Um, I was on a, you know, the star now. Yeah. So I did a bit of that. I used to do like buff butlering and things like uh -huh. that. And I used to do also uh, naked chef stuff, which is, oh. you know. Saucy cooking. So I used to, yeah. So I used to do that. Um, but I used to make mine a bit cheeky. I used to do like little Zumba sessions in my little pinny. And I used to do loads of crazy little things. Uh -huh. I've had a crazy past. <laughs> but it was all about making a bit of money, I suppose, mm -hmm. especially when you live in London. Yeah. One job's not enough. Um, so I did that, and my parents seen the Dream Boys thing come up on Star Now, and my yeah. mom pressed apply, and she sent a few pictures off. <laughs> she was like, my son's got abs. <laughs> exactly. And um, my dad is exactly the same as me. He's a Leo, exact same birthday, exact same character. Yeah, you and that looks have like the me. same birthday. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Trains like me, he's an absolute nutter, but um, I kind of, he was like, yeah, go for it. So I went for it. I'm not going to lie, when I turned up, there was a good, 100 no good 150 175 most of them dancers so like yeah i was like i got no chance because like dance ability wise i'm more like i can can't you know i can walk in a club and freestyle it out easy yeah. no, I can you've got rhythm i can yeah i can pick up moves quite quick but like they were busting at the tricks and and i was like oh my gosh what's going on but <laughs> my strength was personality and physique yeah. So I, I mean, was like, I don't know, know I don't know any dancers that look like you. So, so. <laughs> I was going to kind of use that to my advantage and there was different rounds. So like the first round was kind of like take your top off. Easy body, yeah. pants, easy peasy and Dave Richards like someone who looks good. That's the uh, boss by the way. If you didn't know that. They guys. know. They know. <laughs> uh second round was group choreography. So how can you work together as a group? So team cohesion and how you pick up routines. Mm. Um it was actually the routine that we did on our opening number for the show, um, which was the cops routine about four years ago to that bring the action. What's that? Is it Britney Spears? Oh, um, yeah. 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 He was, he was alright. He was alright. Uh, then after that, the next round was more of a, this is where I kind of got to let out my character a little bit, mm -hmm. more of a solo thing. So, you know, the hips come out, the, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. the bit of... Get to, you get yeah, to be you get to then. be yourself, you know? Yeah. And I was... I wore the cowboy outfit and uh, did all bit, you know, the rip-offs and all that. And um, mm -hmm. it just worked. And then the final one was the interview. So they wanted to see how you were as a person, whether you was just egotistical or whether you was a genuine guy who mm -hmm. can fit in the group. And, yeah, and then I got selected uh, and I've been here since. For those six years. Six years. Yeah. How have those six years been? Ooh, okay, so the first two years, um, the first year was hard because, like, it was all new to me. Yeah. Um, Obviously, being on the stage was fine because kind of used to being on a big stage with like my athletics background yeah, and things. Limelight isn't the issue. Yeah, that's not the problem. I think it was more, I didn't want to get the routines wrong. Like what happened, like we've had a few issues with the clothes and things as well. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie. Once I put on uh, some, 
I thought they were rip-offs, but they wasn't. I went to rip them off, wouldn't come off. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> like, fucking rip, rip, Yeah, rip, rip. so we've had a lot of those things. Um, but I've got a lot of good work at the back of it. I've worked with QVC. Um, yeah. I was presented on QVC. I was also the fitness model for it. Yeah. And HSN in America, which is like the QVC in America. And I also... This year, I've actually been quite lucky. I flew to Las Vegas and I was working with Flowrider and some of the top, most you know, richest men on the planet who work in like real estate and sales and yeah. fitness. Uh, so I had a good experience. And most of that's come from the, you know, the spiraled off this as well. Yeah. So like it's kind of built my confidence, this job. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's built my confidence. It's got me a bit more exposure. Yeah. So I'm very thankful. Well, I mean, when you're going in front of a thousand women a night. Yeah. In your in your speedo. Exactly. You know, then going in front of a room of 20, yeah. 30 people or 100 people oh, yeah. and doing something which you're even more confident in. Oh, mate. I know. Probably feels like a piece of piss. Definitely. I'll tell you one funny job I did do last year. I got flown to Texas in Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, big gay population. Is there? I kind of get in on. Texas? Yeah. Really? I get on with the gays. Gay cowboys. I'm very camp, aren't I? <laughs> You've got a pink shirt. Oh, uh, no, I always wear pink. I've got my feminine side. Probably get it from Martin. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was doing the naked chef thing for. So, firstly, I was working at Diffidalus, which is a massive charity for AIDS. Mm-hmm. And, mate, I'm not joking. I was next to American supermodels. Yeah. So, there's me, five foot eight. Built like a bit of a tank and like walking down this catwalk with like six foot four American supermodels, guys, girls, and I mean like top models. Yeah. Like. But uh, they used me because of the personality who's doing um, arabesque theme. So I was mm-hmm. Aladdin, oh, nice. which is a good fit. I kind of, I love Disney. I love that type of stuff. And uh-huh. from the back of that, I met uh, George Bush and I oh, got the opportunity shit. to cook for him and a lot of like high profile people and I was in my little for the opinion. president yeah president. man so like that's that's been the highlight of my career in I terms mean, of like so obviously my focus is health and food and that's what I want to go into eventually mm-hmm. so like that was kind of like a nice candle relit for me and that's given me the, the bit of a boost I need yeah um, but like, that was quite funny because um the guy who hired me made me like a, a Luke Baker's kitchen penny it was like <laughs> bit like Marilyn Monroe looking so it was white it had like the abs showing the chest was bulging but like it was a nice fit um and it was great atmosphere I learned a lot and I was cooking for like some big catering people and mm-hmm. you know, that was one of the probably the highlights of last year that was just a crazy job that I was. mean that's insane yeah for George Bush. not many people know that but um no I didn't know I'd that. share that with you that's fucking so well, um, a lot of people know now so there you go so did that and uh Natasha Benningfield was there she was I used to have the biggest I used to love her crush yeah. What was that song she did? There was one which was the. Was it un- so you got unwritten? You got bruise easily. That's the one. That was the I tune. Bruise easily, scratch the surface. Oh, Luke can Jack, sing as Jack well. Quick and then watch out. Not. <laughs> <laughs> SJB, watch out. So yeah, and uh, so that was one of the kind of like that's kind of fell off the back of building a following for the Dream Boys actually. So that, that's yeah, yeah. So it's Dream Boys helped me. Isn't it crazy? Like. Everything you've gone into, yeah, you've done really well in. So, do, do it you sums up who I am? I agree. So, I put hundred percent into anything I do, whether that's a relationship, whether that's friendships, um, whether that's my work, whether that's my training. I don't mm-hmm. go into the gym. I'd, I'd never get distracted. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm on my phone, it's just I'm literally videoing the workout. I don't stand there texting all day. Mm. 
not saying their names. <laughs> Mr. Bailey. <laughs> and um, now I put everything into it. I it's, it's just how I am. Yeah. Uh, when I cook, I cook with passion and soul, and that's just how I present my food. Like presentation when I do my food. If you've seen my Instagrams, it's it's what it looks like. Like if I it mean, looks good, then I'm gonna want to eat it. You know? I mean, I've spent the last year and a half with you, and the amount of restaurants we've gone into and they bring it out and it looks like a pile of shit and you send it back <laughs> and oh, you'd be like, mate. look at that. You want me to pay £10 for oh, that? Mate. Especially halloumi. halloumi. Yeah, it's going to be well done. Like, but, um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, right. you're a perfectionist in, in those aspects, especially about things you care about. Yeah. And um, you stayed with me quite a bit at the beginning of the year whilst we were yeah. in rehearsals and you cooked for me. Yeah. Um, that was the deal. Don't pay to stay, just cook my food because <laughs> I'm the worst cook in the world and you're the best. Well, it's and one of those when you're you, on a tour bus as well and uh, like, oh, you mean when I was staying at your yeah, house? Yeah, when you stay yeah, at the house and yeah. you cook for me, like the presentation of the food that would come in, I'd I feel like I was that. in a restaurant and like the the ways you would cook and the ideas you'd come up with yeah. and like, you know, just simple things like you did uh, plantain for me. Yeah. But it wasn't the fact that it was just fried plantain. Yeah. It was the, the stuff you put on it. Yeah, you know I mean? so like it, it was, like it was infused with things like winter spices. I think like things like clove, nutmeg, cinnamon, cardamom. Then I use coconut oil. So you've got your medium chain fatty acids, which is your readily source of fats, healthier fats. And, um, you know, I always like to put a few edible flowers on there, make it look pretty. Yeah. That's how I do. So if you've not seen my Instagram, guys, check it out. Yeah, at Luke Baker. London. Luke or, Baker, London. Or at Luke Baker's Kitchen. And uh, you'll see the kind of food it's all about clean eating but it's all about playful stuff yeah. and just just having fun in the kitchen and it's actually you know most of the meals are very very quick mm -hmm. um and it's all about yeah just experimenting yeah that's that's how i like to call it yeah no definitely you're very creative with uh your cooking yes like i think you could put uh isn't it what's name joe wicks so Yes. That's our friend, isn't jo it? Jo jo Wick I know Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks has done extremely, extremely well. He, he hit the nail on the head. He picked a concept. He's, he was very simple. He stuck with it. And he's got personality and he looks good. And he, He's a very handsome man. Very but he hit the market at the right time. Correct. But I, I feel like he, he, his worked out very well because obviously he's pretty and everything was about uh, fast results. Yeah. Everything was lean in 15. Nothing was about the realistic side of life, which is consistency, of course. long term, yeah. you know, you're not going to see quick results. And if you do see quick results, they're probably not going to stay. Yeah. They're probably going to leave pretty quick too. Yeah. And I, But I believe he sold everyone on lean in 15, cook this quick meal, get quick, do this cardio workout, get lean fast. I think he's trying to he's not come trying out to... of that now, but obviously because he's got the lean in 15 now and that's what he's known for. Mm -hmm. It's quite hard to come out of that. Like, I feel like he's not teaching people how to create a lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get you, yeah. He's just going... Do this. This is quick results. Yeah, because like even some of the the training stuff he puts online, like yeah, it's great, great little home cardio workouts. Yeah. But what happens like when your body's adapted to that? What are you gonna do? Double it? What do you do next? You yeah. can't. You can't do of three course. hours worth of burpees. No, because your body's gonna keep adapting to that. Oh, you know, 100%. like he doesn't teach you much about how your body works. He yeah. just gives you stuff to do and says follow me. Yeah, but he's hit his niche. He's 100%. hit a market. He's hit the people which aren't educated. Yeah. You know we I mean? call them the McDonald's people, if you like. So people who don't know nothing else apart from McDonald's. And uh, it's just quick, simple dishes. And he's teamed up with Jamie Oliver. And Jamie, everyone loves Jamie Oliver. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it's worked well for him. And yeah. I wish him every success. Do you aspire to be something like that, but in your own right, so in your own category? In, in my own right, I actually wanted to be the male version of Nigella Lawson. 
Who's that? I don't know. So Nigel Lawson he puts the sex in food. She's the dark hair, licks the spoon. She Ooh. like walks down with her gown on in the morning, and basically yeah. she makes food sexy. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. No one's done it yet in terms of the male thing, and that's what I was obviously because of my background from Dream Boys. But that's something I wanted to do, but I've kind of left that. I want to be more professional. I want to be looked at as more of a professional person. Yeah, because um, I think once you've catched that stigma, yeah. once you catch that repetition, yeah. reputation, reputation is yeah. quite hard to break that mold then. Definitely. Because that's what you're seen as. You want to be taken seriously. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And the uh, majority of people who know me from the Dream Boys show don't know anything about me. They think I'm just this guy who trains and lives in the gym. Yeah. Genuinely, I prefer to train outdoors. I do a lot of outdoor stuff. Yeah. I love hiking. I love outdoor stuff. You do a lot of rock climbing. Oh, mate, I love it. I just, I love uh, giving the butt. I just love playing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we trained this morning. Oh, mate, and amazing. We, whenever we train together, it's always fun. Yeah. But we don't train together that often considering we're on tour because we normally train at different times. That's true. But like today, it was so playful. Like oh, we mate. didn't lift one weight. It was the best. We man. had a medicine ball. Yeah. We were playing games. We were throwing it at each Hard other, dude. playing catch. We it was were hardcore, wasn't it? Doing monkey bars. Mate. I've like never sweated that much. Crawling. For a long time since In about 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we were like, I'm done. Oh, mate. I'm ruined. I was ruined. Like, but it was just making it up as we went along and very exactly. playful and it didn't feel like we were in the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the issue nowadays. A lot of people are don't want to go into the gym anymore, um, I find. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I talk to are, you know, scared of going into the gym. So, As in their intimidation? Yeah, intimidation. And also... Not many people know what to do. Most people just sit on a machine and I'm not, I'm not about sitting on a machine. It's yeah. Just not well, it's like, thing. you know, most machines are there and they're set in a structural way. So if yeah. you push it, it only moves one direction. Exactly. In that case, as long as you're pushing it yeah. for a chest press example, and you're only, you're working your chest because they, you can't do that wrong. Yeah. You well, can't but... move in multi-directional, you know, different directions. Yeah. So, no, look how a child moves nowadays. Like I can't even do half the moves they do. Like yeah, like watch a baby that's just learned to crawl. I, you roll know when they sit the in that deep squat position for like yeah. five ten minutes. Yeah, like, I don't know many adults who can no. do that nowadays. It's so. called the third world squat. Yes, yeah, it's, f- it's quite bad oh. actually that they've called it the third poor people <laughs> squat because you can't afford a chair. But that's my like, I do a third world squat every day. Yeah, it's my favorite position. It loosens my hips. Yeah, my glutes, my back, my ankles. I think we're missing that. My groin. Yeah, like we get we're always on chairs. Right, all We're always sat in a position which is no good for our body. Yeah. No, there, I agree. I think there should be like a program as well for like people to work in offices, like you know, like a chair workout or something, yeah. or some sort of. I think maybe I need to bring some. Out. I think if you if I worked in an office, yeah. I would sit on a a, med, a stability ball, That'd like a yoga great. ball, instead of a because oh, then mate. at least your core is working. Definitely, as opposed to on a, and you're more likely to have your brain functioning Definitely. as well. Definitely, they did um a study in America. I can't remember where it is, but I'm kind of going off script of what it really is. But they had basically in a classroom of school kids. Yeah. So say they had an hour's science class. Mm. Yeah. Instead of doing the whole classes studying science, yeah. they would do 20 minutes yeah. studying. Then they'd do 10 minutes of playing a game yeah. and moving around the room and skipping and nice. jumping and doing star jumps. Yeah. And then they'd study for another 20 minutes and then they'd do it again. And then they study for another 20 minutes or whatever until it finished the class. Yeah. And the results increased rapidly because it increased blood flow to the brain. Definitely. It got their bodies you know, moving. Yeah. It got them more engaged. It broke yeah. up and made it more fun. Definitely. Like if I had a, a business, yeah. like, and I had employees, 
and we're in an office and I want to get the best out of them, I'd be like, right, we're all going to play. Like, do you Damn, mean? Mate. Like, you energy that, in the room will just yeah, go up. It'd be so much yeah. more fun. Like, right, everyone stop. We've got 10 minute break. We're going to play catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like something to get your brain engaged. 100%. And, so they're just sitting there with a coffee and a muffin from Costa or something like that. Yeah. And at first they'd hate the thought of it, but yeah. in the end, it, they'd love it. Uh, and the results, in I'm yeah. guessing the results in their, in the outcome of their work would be 10 yeah. times better too. So. Um, Aubrey Marcus, uh, I think I've told you to read his book before called uh, Own Own Your Day, Own the Life yes, or something like that. I've not read I, it yet. I butcher it every that. time I say the book's name. But in his, he has every all of his staff. So he owns yeah. Onit, which is like, one of the biggest fitness companies now. And he lets all of his staff, he pays a massage therapist to yeah. be in the building. And obviously there's a gym nice. in their offices as well because it's a fitness company yeah. and health and well-being. And his clientele can get a massage or can go and train in the gym yeah. whenever they want during the workday and they still get paid for it because he knows that that will, then okay. they come back when they are working, they'll work twice as hard yeah. he'll get better results from them he'll get more from them and he's paying a massage therapist to be there eight hours a day so when i don't know sarah who's doing the marketing yeah gets tired or is feeling a little frustrated she can go and book in for an hour's massage come back feel really stressed and relieved and do a thing or dave is feeling a bit shitty about himself because he had yeah. a meal out last night feels guilty so can't focus on his task ahead so he can just go down smash a gym session Brilliant. feel good about himself and come back love it like what a business plan that's class like obviously it's probably harder to do than what we're saying yeah but in the long run you're going to get much better results from 100%, your workers right 100 percent. 100 percent. i've never worked in an office so i don't really know no what, me either well i don't think i could ever i worked do in it. tesco's <laughs> as a checkout boy for like how was that i worked there for six weeks and i went three times i think yeah Oh, God. Three days I did. That's crazy. Yeah, it's horrific. I think probably the worst job I did was working for Nando's. Oh, that, but, um, that's only the worst <laughs> job because, boy, I would eat all that. Bear chicken. <laughs> well, I was, um, I was actually the griller back in the day. Of course you were the cook. Obviously the cook, but... Um, so, I, here's a question. Yeah. Yeah. That chicken. Yeah. It's not good chicken, is it? No, it's not, mate. No, it's, it's not. fucking delicious. It's, it's, it's... It's all those caged, like, chicken. It's and it's pre-cooked, man. right? Yeah. Before they grill it. So basically, it. it is pre-cooked and it's based in salt. And that's where the flavour's coming from. That's what? before they even put the sauce on. So it's based in salt? Yeah, so it's got, like, a seasoning on prior. Yeah. And then it's kept in, like, a, like a warm mm-hmm. oven type thing. And then they... But it's still not cooked? Not fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they whack it on the flame grill. So it's like it's kind of pre-cooked a little bit, um, pre-seasoned, and then mm. they baste it again, and then they baste it again. So like, mate, the salt content is ridiculous. I bet. Yeah, whole water like a motherfucker. Mate, when I was just, uh, like just cleaning the grills after was just horrendous. Oh Filth. my god. But um, after how long that, did you I, work there? Uh, about a year doing the cooking stuff, but then I was like, I've had enough of this stuff. So I walked, I worked on the floor. So I was in charge of the complaints. Because I like talking to people. And you like complaining. I do, especially <laughs> with food. But um, I like that communication with people and I like being under pressure and I kind of thrive under pressure. Yeah. So like, I'll give an example. So um, when Jordan take, took over as choreographer, mm-hmm. I knew straight away the choreography was going to go in a lot more difficult. It's going to be a lot more difficult. It's got to be a lot more challenging. But like, I thrive in that kind of environment where I know I've got a challenge and I'm just going to put 100% in and, mm-hmm. 
to be honest, like I'm so much more comfortable and my dance abilities just oh, gone completely. up. So, um, yeah. So kind of thriving that. Well, I've just blown our chances of getting sponsored by Nando's guys. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> sorry, we're going to be sponsored by the, Luke the, Baker's the, the, kitchen. The, there should be, um, yeah, it's not even that. It's like all prepackaged stuff. So when I actually seen like, all, like the rices and things and the sweet potato mashes and I was, I was reading the ingredient list and I was like, oh no, I can't eat this ever again. Put but you I'll, off it a bit. Yeah. Well, I was about 17 at the time. So, mm. um, and like, I used to eat so much meat and I didn't really read into it in terms of like how it causes inflammation. And I used to get belly bloat constantly. And yeah. um, I've just kind of, chicken doesn't work for me. I did some, I did a blood test as well a few years back and chicken does not do nothing. It's not beneficial for my body at all. Isn't it funny how everyone's body reacts different to stuff? It is. Like we were talking about it earlier. Like yeah. I, if I eat pasta yeah. or potato, yeah. It's the end of the world, and I thrive better on a ketogenic diet, which yep. for anyone that doesn't know means very low to no carbohydrates yep. and high fat content. So yep. I, I don't do a traditional keto, which is like 80% fat. The rest come from protein. When you think of that, isn't it crazy? Yeah. Like what we used to get taught, you know, when I when I studied my master's, like and my normal fat degree. Is bad. Yeah. Everyone's like, so fat's like, bad. I've always had to constantly you learn as you go so when i left uni it was more about learning as i went on yeah so. i used to buy low fat everything Mate, I know. and now i'm looking for the Mother highest light now i'm looking for the highest <laughs> fat content and the lowest sugar well just think they've taken some out and replaced something to keep the flavor Do you yeah know of course so. and uh, i thrive better on that you know my joints don't hurt yeah uh i don't hold water yeah my, my brain cognition is better 100%. i'm not hungry all the time yeah i don't get grumpy yeah and you're satisfied you're yeah but if i have when I start introducing carbs again, yeah. I'm always fucking hungry. Yeah. Like I'll finish a meal yeah. and an hour later I want something else. You get those spikes, don't you? Insulin spikes yeah. kill me. But then some people work great on carbohydrates true. on I a do. high carb diet and shocking when they have fats. Like I'm not gonna lie, I work better on a car I, I love my carbs, but yeah. like I've just started ketotarian, which is more of a plant based um keto diet. So mm -hmm. it's removal of like meats and things like uh sausages bacon whatever all those type of things my things i live which, on <laughs> which causes a lot of inflammation for me doesn't mm -hmm. work for me because meat's not the best for me the only meat that actually works for me is lamb or uh game it's oh. like venison and things but it's very expensive very expensive. very dear <laughs> um most and people won't get that yeah i know oh, really they good. won't but um so yeah ketotarian um and it's focused more on plants and things like wild Alaskan salmon or uh, pasteurized organic eggs and just cleaner sources, basically. Yeah. Uh, but also high fat content. So obviously avocados, uh, yeah. good oils, um, so, flaxseed. So like for that. people listening who have, uh, well, obviously I went to dance college and I've gone yeah. through being a dancer. And what I've noticed in the dance world, and I say dance because I believe most of my listeners are dancers. Yeah. Um, even though this is for anyone, this podcast, but this was my experience of my life. Um, I was in college where I was dancing from five to eight hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes more yeah. for three years. Yeah. That's and a lot. yeah. And everyone around me, mainly girls were always worrying about weight. Yeah. So they were eating as little as possible to make sure they stayed small. However, Why? their caloric output yeah. by how much energy they were using they're dancing for eight hours a day. Deficit. So they're crazy. in the ultimate deficit. Yeah. And they were still gaining weight. 
Did they recover very well? I wouldn't have thought so. No, always no. tired. Yeah. Looked like shit. Had yeah. a skinny waist, but they were what we call skinny fat. Yeah, I you get know what I mean. Like, yeah. and they didn't look great. So whatever they ate, they held on to because yeah. their body's in starvation. That's it. Yeah, and then uh, what I found is when we would break for the summer holidays for six weeks. Yeah, and they would begin to eat a little bit more normal. Okay, without the exercise. Yeah, they would inflate. They will, definitely. Explain to the listeners why that is. So think of like reversibility effect. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, let's put it in a more simplest form. So if I trained, you know, six times a week, twice a day, and then I'd have a period of um, not training for like a month or mm -hmm. a few weeks, mate, I would just, and I'd try to go back to that. It would just never happen, mate. It would never yeah. happen. I get that reversibility. Um Again, with females, it's it's all about the image and what we portray in magazines nowadays and yeah. what girls like to look. Men are a lot different, I would have thought. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember that back in school days. That's what they used to be like as well, back yeah. when I was in school and studying in college and stuff. Um, they just wouldn't eat anything. Oh, I've got to keep that skinny waist and all that. Um, but, yeah, things have changed. Um, so... In terms of your diet, mm -hmm. when you were studying, so if you was doing all that dancing, mm -hmm. what what was actually your diet? I had the was your worst, typical day. I had the worst nutrition ever. Was I it more carb based than things? Literally all carb I yeah. ate, and I was a chunkier kid. Was mean? it clean sources of carbohydrate? No, or? I was okay. cheap. Simple I was sugar skin. Type yeah, I was so yeah. skinned. It was like Weetabix or like um, noodles and things like that. Yeah, kind of Weetabix, sausage rolls, processed bread, foods, processed stuff. Yeah, and then. I found I was different because when I left college, yeah. I got told, you, you're you a great dancer, but you need to look better. This yeah. is how to do it. And I did all the wrong ways first. Yeah. Whereas when I was in college, I didn't care what I looked like. Yeah. Whereas most girls that I've seen, and I still see when I see, go to colleges, yeah. as soon as they leave, they balloon mm. because they're putting, say, a thousand calories in a day yeah. and exercising for eight hours a day. Yeah. And then they put in... in a thousand two hundred or even a thousand calories a day yeah. still when they leave but they're not exercising at all yeah and they're not treating their body the same do you know what i mean yeah like so in terms of i'd say the education nowadays is a lot better in terms of maybe back then the education mm -hmm. wasn't as great uh, you know, new trends have come in yeah uh, new research has come in and you know, in my opinion, if if I was doing that type of dancing, mm -hmm. it would be all. I'd I'd focus just keeping everything on a balance. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't follow a keto diet. Obviously, you're going to be using a hell of a lot of glucose, a lot of energy in that mm -hmm. day, especially for seven eight hours. I'd follow things like clean sources of like you know your low GI carbs. So things like your your quinoa, your buckwheat, your oatmeal. So like you know, if they was doing a long day, I'd always yeah. kickstart the day with like a like an oatmeal. Um, you know, you've got that prolonged source of energy, uh -huh. your blood sugar levels are regulated. Um, I could probably picture them just, you know, grab and go type thing. Yeah. yeah. Quick, quick and cheap. Yeah. So I'd pr like back in, I, to be honest, I used to do the same thing. Uh, yeah. you know, when I was younger and when I was doing track and field, it was the education weren't there mm -hmm. and yeah, you're in that young mindset as well, aren't you? Like, nah, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. Um, whereas now... I would have changed that. Mm -hmm. Now I've now what yeah. I've learned and what so I say, know, so say imagine you were let's make you a female dancer yes. in dance college who's doing eight hours of dance a day. Yeah, and let's say you've got three meals yeah. a day, 
talk me through your breakfast, lunch, and your dinner. Okay, so again, with the so what I tend to do with my breakfast, um, I try and keep my lunch as like my main meal mm-hmm. because it's the middle of the day. I've got that, especially if you're doing eight hours of dance. So I'd probably kickstart the day with either um, fats and protein mm-hmm. and a small portion of uh, carbs. So I'd probably go for something like a like a, a simple scrambled eggs with salmon and avocado, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fats, prolonged energy source, mm-hmm. great brain fuel. Yeah. You've got your essential fats. You've got your omegas, uh, you know, all your EFAs. Um, obviously for girls as well, great for skin, hair, nails, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for lunch, it would be something more aimed at, so it's all about preparation. So this is the problem. When you, I'd probably say back in the day, you know, you probably only have like your McDonald's and your, you know, there's not mm-hmm. the food chains that you've got nowadays. Yeah. Obviously, your Pret and Manje is doing more like your vegan options, your healthier options. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got your Itsus that have, actually have like their balanced macros now. So yeah. you, can, you actually understand a bit more about what you're eating. Yeah. Um, because back in the day, it was awful. It was probably like Wimpy and yeah. Burger King and things like that. So my, my lunch would probably be more based on like an all round thing. So like it could be like a baked sweet potato with, my green veggies, I, I always thrive on green veggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like my kales, my uh, my spinaches, my broccolis, you know, all those dark leafy greens, you need all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously my protein source. So my protein source would tend to be fish for me because you digest it a lot quicker than you mm-hmm. do meat. Um, or there's a lot more plant-based proteins as well out there for things yeah. like beans, tofu. Uh, you can play with it. There's a lot more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also would recommend some like greens as well so like um if you're feeling low in energy i'd always have like a greens powder mm-hmm. um for all your vitamins your minerals mm-hmm. and just keep the especially the if you're not processes eating working. yes definitely because uh especially on tour for example it's very hard to store the vegetables on the bus with no fruit oh, at the completely. moment so uh like a greens powder with you know we've maybe 50 plus greens and fruits and vegetables in there. Yeah. You know, that's perfect to keep on the go. It's great for convenience and it's mm-hmm. got everything you need. Uh, and then for dinner, it'd be more based on just keeping it simple. So I probably won't be as exact as active in the evening. So mm-hmm. I'd focus more on like veggies and protein type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's loads of other things out there for me personally, how I work, I tend to have more of my carbs, um, after my workout, because uh, yeah. I want to replace the lost glycogen levels. Yeah, so maybe like for a girl who's or a yeah. guy, whatever, who's danced for eight, nine hours, yes, or done a long rehearsal, yeah, maybe at, at the end of the evening, carbs would be a good move Plus for her. They'll sleep better. It's going to well. replenish their glycogen yeah. sources. And then obviously in the morning, that's where I'll probably have more of my fats and my proteins because mm-hmm. I've had my carbs the night before, and then I'd kind of have like a balanced meal for lunch. Yeah, that, that's how you, that's how I would do it. Yeah, and that's how. That's how it works for me, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's how I feel. Yeah, it would work better. Do you find any um... even keeping like things and like snacks on the go? If you know, yeah, especially you know guys who hold a lot of muscle mass, yeah, more calories. Uh, so like keeping things like raw nuts, like almonds, walnuts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many like uh, all these protein bars, all these protein companies. I don't recommend these at all. No, um, you know. Like when you see an ingredient list of like fillers and additives oh, and all these I things. I used to have so much protein oh, powder. Like I, I, How I was, did you feel generally after I, eating I was sponsored by Effective. Yeah. When I lived in LA, I used to spend <laughs> $300 a month. Yeah. Bearing in mind, 
I didn't earn hardly any fucking money. I was broke all the time. Yeah. But in my head, I had to make sure I got all my protein powders and my supplements to make sure that I could be the best I could yeah. be. Never really going without it. Yeah. So I never knew what it felt like to not have it. Yeah. Came back to the UK, got picked up by Effective, sponsored by them, loved their stuff, used it all the time. Yeah. Because I was getting it for free. Yeah. I was using even more stuff. Oh, I was no. doing like four or five scoops of protein powder a day because I was wow. putting it in my breakfast and then I was putting uh, one after the gym. Dairy, uh, I, mate. I was, dairy. And it's powder. <laughs> That's it. My body isn't breaking that shit down. Not a natural Dude, form. I wasn't shitting. Like my stomach would be hurting. Yeah. I'd get like gut problems. And I'm not saying that's due to it being an effective product because yeah. they're a great brand, but it's, you know, the right amount and what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I'd say 99.9% of people don't need a protein powder. No. But I never knew this for such a long time. And it's I used a buzzword, to buzzword, isn't it? Pardon? It's a buzzword at the moment. Yeah, of course. It's the now. It's the now. Protein donuts, like pro-nuts, whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's like, like uh, have you seen the Weetabix, protein Weetabix? It's got oh, like mate. It's got two grams more of protein I don't than the normal well, one. They filled it with soya, probably. I don't know, but it's got, it's got like, instead of uh, nine grams or seven grams, it's got what, like two grams Protein more. Snickers bar. Yeah. Added a few more nuts in or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Although they are fucking delicious. But um, yeah, but like there's so many options out there. So like, if you go on my Instagrams, I do things like chia pudding. So like chia seeds, which is like one of my f- favorite things of all time. Like it is just full of not just your protein quality. So all your essential amino acids that your body needs, your essentials that yeah. your body doesn't produce. Uh, it's also full of all your, you know, your dietary fiber as well. So those who are struggling with like IBS or uh, digestive problems uh-huh. uh, but I do chia pudding which where I, I, I talk you through it so basically you if you add chia seeds with three parts uh, like a plant milk so mm-hmm. it swells into like a jelly form mm-hmm. so it creates like this pudding effect you top that with some like creamy coconut yogurt and then you can add things like your berries and your you know like caramelized banana like the things can, of which are going to make you sweeter exactly and give you that sweet yeah, flavor but at least you're using more of a natural form of sugar like yeah. your fruits and things um at the be in march not this year march gone the one yeah. before uh, i did a two months without eating any protein bars any fizzy drinks anything whatsoever sweet yeah. how'd you feel the only sweet stuff i was having was berries yeah when i tell you where i hadn't had sugar yeah and artificial stuff yeah in two months after about two weeks berries felt like heaven yeah like a strawberry felt like the sweetest juiciest thing in the world and then i savor that each bite and like because (laughs) i wasn't used to that sweetness anymore yeah and then it tasted so much nicer even like leafy greens tasted like sweet ones yeah tasted sweeter and nicer whereas when we're always having like chocolate and uh sweeteners in our drinks or yeah. whatever like you lose that taste and that 100%. taste talent for yeah for real sweetness yeah like good sweetness and then it, you'll have a strawberry and it'll taste bland yeah do you know what i mean whereas a strawberry should taste like the sweetest thing ever you should try seasonal as well so when things are in season yeah um that's the best way to get, not just get the nutrients but like the flavor as well so yeah. obviously we're in autumn now so things like pumpkins and aubergines and root vegetables like the main one so doing things like stews and soups and things that you can actually store in the freezer so it saves you buying ready-made rubbish from like iceland or whatever yeah um there's so many quick ways like making you know homemade smoothies and going buy yourself a cheap blender Uh to keep it simple mate that's the best thing to do you can you know little things like um you know if you just before fruit starts to, you know, oxidize and go off, yeah. chop it up, freeze it, put it in the bag, 
Done. Yeah. And you can blend that with some plant-based milk. Done. That's a smoothie. Yeah. You don't need... It doesn't need to go off no, and be and wasted. also you're not wasting money, do you know what I mean? So yeah. things like that. Um, things like fresh spinach, kale, you can freeze that. Keeps its you know nutrition. It's all good. So that's, mm. that's little tips that I use that, that I like to do. Yeah. When I'm like rushing around and, you know, t- t- you can make time. When it comes to your health, you live in your body, right? And yeah. You want to stop look spending all your money on your new clothes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You I know you want to look good, but you know, it's you know, you want your body to look good first. Surely. Yeah, you want to feel and, good, uh, mate. Feeling good is the best thing in the world. So, yeah. like, I eat well because when I go on that stage, I I feel grand and like I can put hundred percent into every routine. Or, yeah, so, so you so look forth. good <coughs> physically, but you feel good internally That's, as well. So obviously, I know image is a big thing for me in terms of what I externally look like, but. The f- in for me, it's what I feel like on the inside that you now I want that longevity. I want to live to you know, I want to hit those 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know, I want to see what see how long I can live for. You no, know? 100%. I watched um, a documentary on Netflix called The Magic Pill. I've not seen that. Oh, it's really good. So, what's that about? Um, there's lots of shit documentaries on Netflix. I've watched most of the food ones, yeah. Um, and I hate them all because they're all driven by uh, people who believe in a certain way of eating and that's why they promote that okay whereas the magic pill is uh basically they put people on a ketogenic diet okay and they put a family who all have different problems wrong with them yeah so like the mother is obese yeah and is beginning to get forgetful the daughter is she's got some sort of illness like she's not disabled but she's not you know yeah fully there that's probably not the right thing to say but (laughs) whatever and uh they put them on the ketogenic diet yeah. and they call it the magic pill mm-hmm. because everyone's looking for the magic pill. Of course. Everyone wants the, the diet, the pill quick fix, don't they? to fix it yeah, without putting any effort in. And the little girl uh, st- suffers with, I can't remember what the thing is called, but where they can't speak. Okay. She's like seven or eight. Yeah. And her energy is erratic. She's wild. She's out of control. Yeah. And uh, they put her on the ketogenic diet. And for the first like five six days she refuses to eat anything because she only ever ate chocolate and chicken nuggets so she starved wow. she wouldn't eat and the parents were like oh we, we've got to feed her yeah. and the people who were like telling them to do the, yeah. the research were like do not fucking feed her yeah like when she's hungry she'll, have to she'll eat. eat she will eat it, yeah she? uh like come back like three months later yeah she's full ketogenic diet Wow. Like she doesn't eat anything processed. She yeah. eats all organic natural meats and fats. How we should eat, man. She can speak. That's crazy. <laughs> she can Food's speak. Food's medicine, bro. She can speak. Food is medicine. She's calm. She's yeah. understanding. The grandmother who had all these illnesses and stuff yeah. was now fine. There was a diabetic on there yeah. who's been diabetic all her life. They put her on a ketogenic diet, no longer a diabetic. Yeah. She's not putting insulin in her body. Exactly. <laughs> like well, she didn't our, need it. Sugar is like our killer at the moment isn't it and yeah. also we live like we go to the doctors and we, we can easily get a pill yeah you know like for giving example like we i think a lot of a lot of us use painkillers and paracetamols too much there's a lot more natural anti-inflammatories out there like turmeric i swear by oh and me so like it contains curcumin mm-hmm. which is you know the, one of the best anti-inflammatories you can do you combine that with black pepper it is like the perfect complex yeah. in terms of power. Things like ginger, garlic, which is great for influenza and flus. And like, just, just do a little bit of research and understand what food can do. And I, I also do a lot of elimination diets yeah. as well. So like, 
I like to pot, I use my body as kind of like an experiment. I like to, so when I, the first thing I tried was bread. Bread kills me, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I give, I had some sourdough today. Yeah. Right? But sourdough is the only bread I can <laughs> I know, do. I know, but it's killing my life already because I haven't eaten it in a long time. But um, yeah. yeah, eliminating things and just kind of studying your body. Like you said, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. And just playing with it, like dairy kills me as well. So like, there's a lot of substitutes out there. So, you know, just do a little bit of research or follow me on Instagram. I always post loads of Lots. stuff. Yeah. And also I've just got a feature in Muscle and Fitness Magazine, which is a... Uh, just which is all going well yeah so uh got my own little column it's called the powerhouse kitchen uh so obviously muscle and fitness is more aimed at like physique models and bodybuilders body so it's more aimed at meals like that but it's following more of a healthier yeah cleaner but a fun way of eating mm -hmm. um and that's how i like to cook and i've got like a festive edition coming out next month which the recipes are insane so like things like sweet cranberry and clementine and wild alaskan salmon so mm. yeah man salvating stuff we like, need to have a christmas party i, 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 I did I, I also did something which on there uh, i did these hopes so i like to make my own nuts so like um i would roast them with things like clove cinnamon a little bit of maple or mm -hmm. um like natural sweeteners coconut sugar something like that um and zest of an orange, you know, roast those and then store them in like a container. Like Sick. that's my nuts. Saves me going to Asda's or Waitrose and buying like six pound worth of, you know, yeah, shit crap. Yeah. yeah. So Covered like, in honey and sugar. Yeah. And there's so many ways you can kind of, you know, so I've got different editions coming out. So yeah, mm -hmm. check it out. Muscle and Fitness Magazine. I've got um, my own little column in there. Where do you see yourself in five years from now? Okay, so I'll be 35. So where do I see myself? Um, I would, so... Like the dream. For me, my dream is I want to have my own brand. So I'd love to have my own, like Joe Wicks has just got his own cooking range, mm -hmm. like pots and pans. Obviously, I'd love to have that. Um, online business, because I want to go worldwide, but I also would like to, books and things, I love writing. Mm -hmm. um, and I love writing articles and books and just getting the word out there. Um but also I love travel. So um, I want something which I can take global. So yeah. I'm just kind of getting to the nitty gritty of that. Yeah. But, um, my purpose, I believe, is I'm here to make a difference in terms of not just health and wellness, but bring bring some fun and playfulness back into not just the kitchen, but training and just, yeah, have a different outlook on yeah. how i see training and fitness and yeah eating not just well. grunting yeah. in the gym and chicken and broccoli there you go mate there you go so like, like i look like this all year round and yeah. i don't just eat chicken and broccoli yeah. um obviously i've experimented with my body and everyone's different but i just focus on eating clean as possible mm -hmm. as long as you're eating you know 80 20 simple proceed like five days that's, a week that's how i see it weekend you kind of let go you have mm -hmm. your little you know, you gotta live right, but um, but yeah, that's that's where I see myself. Does I kind of flutter, but like health, wellness, and like because I like the entertainment side, I'd love to have my own cooking show. I can see. <laughs> I think you should. This is my personal opinion. Like a Gino De Campo type thing. You I know? think you should start your own YouTube channel. Yeah, I think I do need to. I do think that. you need to get yourself a good fucking camera. Yeah. Start your own YouTube channel. Learn how to edit shit. Yeah. Like. Because you can be a one, you can do that on your own. You can be a one man show, and you yeah. can do. You could be the fucking the sexy. You could you could be the real naked chef. That's fuck oh, Jamie I like Oliver. That, I like that. I you like could that. put it <laughs> the real naked chef, and then you could like 
cool. You give a bit of eye candy for the women. Yeah. So I'm saying use the, use the skills that you've got. So you're a great cook. Yeah. You've got great personality and you've got great physique and you know how to entertain a thousand women at a time. Put it all together. So put it all together and use it. Use it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And use it to your niche. Like, I think, I think niche is a good word because everyone's trying to copy Joe Wicks at the moment. It's been done. And he's like, got his niche. Of course. Um, it's been done. Everyone's doing all these online programs, 12-week shred. But, like, I've, but, I've followed a few of them just to see. And, and they're, they're all the same. And they're all shit. They're, all not, they're not lifestyles. No. And I'm more about living a lifestyle. Like, I want long-term, you know, yeah. and something you can carry through for the rest of your life and yeah. you can pass on to your kids or whatever. So Yeah, man. I think you should start, <coughs> like, a YouTube channel where – because – I think writing is great, but yeah. I think in this day and age, people don't consume yeah. via writing and reading. Videos, mate. Visuals. People like, like visuals. Them, like, uh, why would you want to read something when yeah. you can see it? Exactly. That's how Plus I see it. Plus, it's more entertaining. Right? Yeah. Like, if I was, uh, I, I I told you, I've said it before on the podcast, I believe, I used to follow loads of fitness program, fitness yeah. Instagram models yeah. because I'd look at them and they'd inspire me. Yeah. Then I learned they're serving me no purpose because I'm not learning anything by them. I'm just looking at them going, oh, I want to look like that yes. guy. Yeah, whereas people will, you can be that guy, but yeah. you can also add value to people. That's so, the so word. So you could be there oh, and you could show people, word. you could be like, cool, you're 18 and you're in college and you could do the student edition. Yeah. And you could be like, cool, today's meal is going to cost five. We're going to eat all day on five pounds. Yeah. And this is, we're going to do three meals yeah. on five pound for today. Perfect. Here we go. And you could do it. You could be in your little fucking pinny showing your bit. sexy pectorials <laughs> off, doing a bicep curl as you do stuff. And you could be like, oh, we've got five minutes to kill while that's in the oven. Let's do some squats. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Exercise something... as we're doing the cooking. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something to make it playful and fun. And yeah. So people can see you as opposed to, I believe writing and reading now is going to be a, a lost thing one day. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but even if you look at how we use social media now, oh, it started off with Facebook with, yeah. or no, it started with well, Twitter. Instagram TV now. It started with Twitter yeah. with just writing. It started Bebo. with Facebook <laughs> with writing. And now we have Instagram and Crazy. Snapchat. Where yeah. Who the fuck reads people's captions? No one, mate. Like very rarely. Yeah. Everyone goes, think of a good caption for this. I go, yeah. no one's looking at your caption before they look at your picture. It's the picture which is enticing yeah. people, right? Well, we it's like, like reading a book and a podcast or an audio. Yeah. Like, like you prefer an audio, right? Yeah. And I mean, I would, I would video this. For me, This the ideal scenario would be to have video content. Yeah. But I believe people listen to these mostly whilst they're traveling. Yes. Definitely. So they can't look at stuff while they're traveling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If they're driving, they can't look. So yeah. they listen. So I'm kind of trying to find a, a market and a niche. Yeah. Um, however, I think, especially for you, that would be like, and it could be your thing. And I don't, maybe there is something done like it. We'll have a look after yeah. the podcast. But I think with knowing you and knowing your charisma and how you passionate you are, yeah. that would read really well via video. Definitely. You know what I mean? That's definite. I if, did see something actually, which is, uh, I've always wanted to do. You know, these pop-ups you get, like these camper vans and things. Yeah. yeah. Every time I've been to these shows, there's nothing which is like, now, obviously, it's coming in now. A lot of the healthy food, like a lot of vegan pop-ups and things mm-hmm. like that. But like, there's nothing real. Like, most of it, I, I went to one which was like um, pulled jackfruit. Yeah, like it's crazy what they charge for like pulled jackfruit in a in a sourdough bun, like eight pounds. Like they must have made a shitload of money. But I'd like to do something like that. Um, yeah. 
at like big festivals and things, but obviously it just sounds like a hell of a lot of hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, another thing which I, okay. So I know we say find your niche with things, yeah. but other things which I never understand is why, uh, say a pop-up shop or like someone like you'll see a burger van or yeah. a burger store. Why do they go, uh, we're a vegan we only do vegan or we're word. a burger thing. We only do burger yeah. or we're this. We only I, do this. So cool. Most of the choice. time, there's five of us which go out and eat together yeah. on tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We go in fives. We don't all eat the same thing. Yeah. So now you're pulling us apart from where we can eat. Yeah. Surely if you said, we do a vegan option yeah. and you have five options of vegan, five options of veg- vegetarian, five options of meat, yeah. like cool, now we can all eat at the same place and it'd be stress-free. Yeah. As opposed to 25 vegan options, cool, you're doing vegan. Like but the restaurant st- this morning. Yeah, you're still only, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We went to a beautiful restaurant. Yeah. I'm currently doing zero carbs. Yeah. Uh, but unless it's straight after a gym session because I've got a photo shoot on the weekend. Yeah. Everything they did came with carbs. Yeah. Every single thing on the menu come with carbs. I can't, I can't put that in my body. So I had to watch you all eat. Yeah. And I had to go come back and get some chicken and have some salad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, I feel like they, they're trying to find their niche, but they're also losing clientele. 100%. Some of them not seen as well in London, because obviously London's booming in the food industry, is I've never actually been to a restaurant <clears throat> where you go in and you're actually educated as well. So, yeah. like, you know, the ingredients that you've got, like, what does it help with? Like, I'd, I'd like to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, I've never actually been, I've seen like pop-up stores do it. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if they've done a turmeric latte or a matcha latte, which is the in now at the moment, it's taking over coffee. Yeah. Not quite. Um, but like, I've never actually been into a restaurant and experience, it's an experience. Yeah. Which is, that's kind of, that's the type of thing I want to give off, an experience. Yeah. Like if I go to a restaurant, I don't just want to go and eat, I want to experience it. Yeah. You know, like it's all about the vibe yeah. for me and like, I want to leave there going, so I can refer them to like friends or people yeah, yeah. and stuff, you know. So that, that yeah, that that's, that's a f- I got a few ideas, but uh, I just need to find that. Yeah, that I've noticed a big me. game changer when you go to a restaurant and they put the calories on the menu. Oh mate, when they put like next to your breakfast, one thousand four hundred calories, dude. An eye opener, right? Oh my god, and pancakes. You got, yeah, <laughs> like but sometimes I, sometimes calories. I look at it and I go, surely that's not right. Oh, it's got to be. I got to tell you something. I went to the Cheesecake Factory in America. <sighs> I've been there. I lived. Dude. It was. I went there every Sunday I when I lived the, in LA. Every the lowest Sunday. calorie meal I think was a salmon salad. Yeah, thousand calories, Mate, easy. And I was like, "That's the lowest calorie meal. The highest calorie must have been like three thousand nine hundred or something yeah. stupid. Pancakes and waffles yeah. and stuff. It's insane. And I was like, "How many calories do we don't? And also knowing what we have to do to burn off those calories. Yeah, like to burn off an apple, like." It's so, a lot of work. Mate, hell of a lot of work. I rode for 10 minutes on the rower the other day, did 2,000 meters. I was fucked. Yeah. You saw me. I was dead. <laughs> I burned 100, like... Uh, it's crazy, right? It obviously, it's generic. Yeah. It doesn't know the exact amount no. because we're all going to burn differently. And if you're burning carb fuels, it might be different to burning yeah. fat. I don't know that much about it. But I burned 139 calories. I was dead. Do you know that's not even a protein bar? Mate, it's mental. That's not it? even like that's like half a Snickers. That's, that's crazy. like it's like an apple. It's like a Some banana apple. and a half. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It's, I was like, I'm dead. It's that's yeah, yeah. Mindful eating. Yeah, which uh, we don't do very well. Off not at all, boys, do we? Um, <laughs> if uh, people wanna get uh, 
a food nutrition plan yep. or a training plan or okay. something from you, is there a way they can contact you yep. to get in so touch and reach out? How I do things is I like I like to make it bespoke and a lot more personal. So I don't just do I do the generic programs, but I like to make it more of a personal touch. So you can either contact me on at loop at at Luke Baker London or mm-hmm. at Luke Baker's Kitchen on the DM, or mm-hmm. you can email me and my email address is lbfitness1988 at hotmail.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or you can get in contact with Kane at and Internet. I'll, and I'll pass you across. But um, anything to do with and if not you, just and nutrition. And if you come through me, guys, we'll get you a, we'll get you a hookup. <laughs> not just anything to do with nutrition, but like training as well. Um, like that, That's my two... That's my two things, which mm-hmm. I, and but mine's all about lifestyle and making that lifestyle change more than just that short term fix. So anything to do with like performance, sport specific stuff, um, anything to do with like if you're training for a specific competition or a different, you know, if you want to get leaner for the stage, anything like that, um, just link me up and or for I'll, your Vegas there. holiday. There you go, man. <laughs> or for your wedding go. or like the you know, little red dress for the New Year's Eve. Girls got to get in a wedding you know dress. I mean? Luke <laughs> <is your> man. <laughs> so yeah, so link me up or link up with Kane and just holler. And I think you know everyone has these goals where, for example, you want to look good for a wedding and yeah. you go, "I've got to get, got to lose weight. I'm yeah. going to go to a fat club or whatever the fuck you call it, or like White you know your Weight Watchers and." They're great and they will give you the results you need, yeah. but they're not going to be enjoyable. No. You're not going to have fun yeah. and you're not going to sustain it. 100%. The difference between going and spending your money there and yeah. going and spending your money with Luke, I believe, yeah. is you're going to learn something. It's going to be a value. They're not going to go, oh, that, that food is three points. That means nothing. That hasn't taught you anything and you're carrying that nowhere. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a knowledge from coming with you, right? 100%. And you'll carry that on so... You know, you'll get my first, I won't say 30, my 20 years of experience, knowledge and sheer sweat, grit and hard work. Yeah. And I will play, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? I will play. I will, play. I will put my 100% into anyone I work with. So that, that, that's just how I roll. That's how I do everything in life. So yeah, man. you get all of me, all or nothing. Sick. As like to say. Thank you so much, oh, nothing at all. Oh, give us a song before we leave, Luke. Oh, God. I'm not really a singer. I just do it for a bit of laugh. I know, but it sounds nice. Come on, let's go. Give me a song. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm joking. That, <laughs> forgive me. Forgive no, that, me. That was a bit of Ronan Keating. Please forgive me. You're my addiction. No, that's oh, Bond Bailey. Simon J. Bailey. To be honest, my type of music, what do I like? I like soul music or I love reggae. I love that type of stuff. Uh, but I, I'm a boy band fan. I'm a bit of a Backstreet, backstreet Boys lover. You love a bit of Backstreet Boys. I do, mate. You are my fire, the one mm. desire. Yeah, Believe when I say yeah. I want it that way. Wow. Tell me why. People getting over and out. I'm not a singer, but there we go. People getting their fucking listens. Oh, baby. Thank you so much, bro. No worries. Awesome. You're my hero. Thank you. Over and out. Bye. Ciao. This episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes. Bars, rap star. I'm out. Bah. 
Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace.